Hey friends, and welcome to episode three of the Teaching Academy. I am one of your co-hosts, Brady. Welcome back. I am joined with just the most amazing co-host anyone could ever ask for in their entire life. There's no one better out there. Parker, Parker, how are you doing today, buddy? I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm doing great, man. Pleasure to be back. <laughs> episode three. Didn't think we would uh, get to this point. Thought we would uh, tap out after one, but... You know what? We're still here. We're still rolling. We're still recording. Some people, they like it. Don't, I don't know, but they do. We got some listeners and we're going to keep going, I guess. Say, I can't believe it. I feel like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like it's been amazing, like support and so many compliments. And like, I don't know if you're, maybe they're listening to the wrong podcast and they just think it's ours, (laughs) but yeah, it's been amazing. (laughs) Like, uh huge shout out to everyone who you know has been supporting us and listening and sharing on social media like it's just it's unreal it's unreal and we are happy to still be doing it and we can't wait to kind of see where this goes in the future and keep growing and growing and hopefully get more than more than four listeners we bumped up bumped up from three um but parker parker how was your week today or this week this past week you were teaching you were grinding away how was that I was grinding away, man. This week was it was busy. We had uh, report cards not only handed out this week. We also had parent-teacher interviews. So it was a long, long Thursday, Friday, but we got through it. We powered through it. Had some really great talks with some of my uh, students' parents who I'd never had a chance to meet before. So that was pretty great and, and enjoyed that time. But definitely, you can kind of tell the, the wheels are barely holding on right now. We don't really we didn't really get a break in, in, in March like I know some other school boards did. We had a break in February and we're kind of just waiting until that mid-April break for Easter and it just feels like we're just kind of barely crawling along and making it there. But countdown's on. We got we got 3 yeah. weeks left before we can take a nice little nice little break and, and pause from school. Also at the golf course for the first time this week felt pretty yes. good. I don't want to say I'm going to be a pro this summer, but the goal is Maybe. to stay under 100 this year. Under 100, and we'll call that a win. That'd be huge. That'd be, That'd be huge. honestly amazing. Um, I also I also hit the golf course, which is just, can't believe they're even open. No. Uh, there's literally not a lot of things better than just being out there. Warm weather. Like, the fact that it's warm is amazing. I know. Golfing with friends, family. Like, it's just, wow, it was amazing. And I had the week off. So I was chilling. I was vibing. Jealous. Yeah, it was amazing. It was so nice to just kind of relax, rest the body, rest the voice. And, uh, you know, obviously I miss the kiddos, but it was it was so nice to just I did some planning. You know, I've done some just literally relaxation, some golf, like I mentioned. So it's been an awesome, an awesome week. And I, uh, I can't, I'm I'm excited to get back. I'm excited to get back. I'm sad that it's ending. But I am excited to get back. I do miss uh, miss the kiddos. So, do you get a break in April then too, or no? Uh, I get like, I think like I get a Friday, like a day Monday. Off. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I hope, <laughs> please. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I can make it. I know. I'm just <laughs> counting down the days until this week off. Holy, holy! I just need yeah, that week it's... to recharge. Like it's been a grind, you know, and I. Like it feels like Christmas was so far away and even the break in February. Like I was only a month ago and it just feels like so much has happened and so much work has been done that it's just like, I'm just like on my fumes here again to that April break and hopefully it'll be a nice little recharge and rebounce to, mm-hmm. to finish off the last two months. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens during that week. Yeah, it's like crazy. Like it feels like a lot has like gone by. Like I can't believe we're in like almost done March and I know I feel like the year's like almost done but there's also like still a few more months so it's it's a grind but I feel like I can definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel do you feel yeah. that way uh, I can definitely feel that and, and like postings are coming up soon I know you're you're in your probationary everyone knows that yeah, yeah not a big but, deal. Uh, is yeah, that no good? no one cares no one cares no one cares <laughs> but you know postings will be coming up here soon and I know we're going to chat a little bit about that today and kind of what to expect but i know some school boards got some postings probably coming up in the next couple of weeks so that's exciting time and we'll be looking for uh for hopefully a full year gig kind of get out of these temps for a little bit and 
and see if there's some probationaries available so I don't got to yeah. be joked about every uh, episode. Let's go. So we'll see. We'll see. That'd be sweet. Uh, before we move on, I thought we should give an update. Um, I've We've both been told different different definitions on what it means to go green or be green. But the um, moral of the story is I was right. There's no there. I was right at the end of the day. Okay, but you didn't even know what it meant. But no, I did. I did. But I well, was right. I guess you kind of meant. Yeah, I guess you. I just guess you just didn't know the origin. Well, tomato, tomato, right? Are we who whose origin are we listening to here? Because you also thought it wasn't a saying. <laughs> oh, I bet other people didn't either. Well, let me. We both sorry. had people tell us it was. So you're I in the know, minority, man. So I was told that it means that um, like a banana is like green <laughs> when it's not ripe, like when it's new, <laughs> like not like new. Oh, when young, it's like new, you... new. So, so it essentially means what I said. Because I mean, I I'm heard... not. I'm like stretching saying that new. Like a oh, banana is not God. new. Like that's not really the word you use for a new banana. Early in the growth stage. That makes more sense. Yeah, but I but guess that we're also lines up with the... what I'm saying. We're early in the in the, the podcast t- journey, and the definition I got was that it comes from the trades when someone's new to the profession. They wear like a yeah. green hard hat to symbolize that they're new, <laughs> they're fresh in their so-called growth stage of this stupid banana, like you said. But the moral of the story was Parker used it. I'm talking in, yeah. in, in, in first person here, okay. No, yeah. not first person. First, first person. person. Oh Third my person. Goodness. Oh my. I'm not. Good thing I'm not an English Whoa, teacher. Hey, do you teach English? <laughs> oh, we just oh. lost. We just lost yeah. ten listeners, and that's all of them. That's all the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gone. The moral of the story was is that I used it as a saying, and I was yeah. called incorrect by Brady. And turns yeah. out Brady was very wrong, and Parker I was mean, very right. I guess I, I was just shocked. I never heard it before. Just admit that you were wrong. That's it. That's all you got to say. You don't got to say you're shocked. No one cares if you're shocked. They care that you were wrong. Interesting. Hmm. Well, you know what? At least I have a probationary. Oh, Mm. hey, how did uh, did Gonzaga do? (laughs) Might might as well talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about that before we get going. Uh, March Madness. I know a lot of the listeners are huge fans of March Madness basketball tourney. Yeah, Brady's team sucks. Okay, well, they don't suck. They lost a game. Yeah, Unfortunately, they, that game means they that they're favorite? done. Weren't they favorite? Well, it's a hard tournament to win, okay? You know, I'm a big Peacock so fan. I'm a big Peacock fan. Uh, St. Pe- Peter's. Bad no, big wagon. no big deal. Yeah. Knew it all along. Since when? I've been since, a Peacock since fan day since one. 2022. Since day one. Since day um, one. I got a jersey. Since day one. Since day since one, Since the man. day they opened. Yeah. Really? The day they opened. Well, I mean, it's pretty sweet. Um, a super big underdog. They're kind of still trucking along. But my Gonzaga team, who are two for since I was like five years old, once again, they have disappointed me. They've disappointed <laughs> the school, the country, the tournament, the All sport right. of basketball. But most importantly, they disappointed me. And I've kind of come used to the disappointment. I'm not going to lie. They've never won the tournament in all the years they've existed. And I just feel like I don't know what to do at this point. I really don't know what to do. Uh, But I'll keep cheering for them. And those listening out there, when you hear Brady being like, man, what am I going to do? You know, I'm so disappointed. Like, what do I do? Don't worry. We both cheer for the Toronto Maple Leafs. We know what disappointment's like. We know how to handle it. Uh, They disappoint us year after year. No matter how yeah. good of a season they have, and you know, constant disappointment. So this is easy. This is nothing for Brady. Brady's lo- used to this. He cheers for teams <laughs> who just love to disappoint. That's just that's it. When he looks at teams, when he looks at the criteria yeah. of what is uh, expected of a. What's fan, gonna make me sad? What's gonna make <laughs> me sad? He sees disappointment underneath their their little description. Yeah. He's like, done deal. I'm cheering for them. Okay, but. I mean, we're talking down about the teams we like. Let's be real, though. We can't. I feel like it's unfair to men- not mention that we both love the Patriots and Tom oh. Brady. And they have gifted us. Gifted us with W's. The, um, with championships. <laughs> so, although we've and had another so year. much sadness. And another year. Yeah. Brady's back. We've had baby. so much sadness. So much sadness everywhere else in our lives. That, you know, at least we have Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a rumor we're doing the the podcast on the road in Tampa. There's rumors. Yeah, we got a big sponsorship our, coming in. They're they're flying us our, down. <laughs> our first guest is gonna be Tom Brady. <laughs> easy, easy. He's so busy with football, he probably knows nothing about school. No, no, no. This is uh, it was in his contract. It, if uh, if if we got him linked yeah. as a guest, he would come back for one more season. So I thought we'd do yeah. him. I thought we'd do the Bucks in the world a favor. We we would bring him on the pod. We know we're super busy, but the the world's got to see him play one more year. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, that will literally never happen, but that'd be so sick to get like someone famous as a guest. They don't even care about us. Regular people be, barely listen to us. I was going to say, it'd be sick to get any guest. Uh, once again, we are here, episode three, and we are guestless. We are guestless. We do not have a guest, um, but we have a plan and we'll we'll talk about it later. But we will have guests one day on this podcast. And the day that happens is the day that Gonzaga will win the championship. Yeah. So. Every, every week we, uh, we we record, we release the episode on Sunday. We get super uh, hyped, checking the listeners every day, <laughs> updating and see what happens. Yeah. And then about Wednesday, we're like, oh man, we really got to etch out a plan this week. Comes to Thursday when we record. Yeah. Don't, have a, don't have a plan. Don't have a script. This week we were so behind that we recorded on Saturday. Did we have a plan? Yeah. Nope. Did we have a guest? Nope. Did we have a script? Never. And it's crazy. The show how fast still the goes, goes on. on. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, well, we had pl- we still have the plan to talk about. You know what we're going to talk about. So we're not completely in the dark. Mm. Um, Our poor listeners. I feel so bad. Just in shambles listening to us. Their their brains probably in a blender trying to figure out what we're talking about. Why we're even here. It's probably what our students feel like. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is the, this is the point of the podcast is to oh, give the man. listeners an idea. Of what it's like to be our students and yeah. how confusing that can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but would you like to talk about anything else before we kind of move on to our the main topic? Why people maybe tune back in the suspense we oh, provided last man. episode? What is some other pointless stuff we can talk about? Hmm. I think uh, well, we should get custom shirts. They're green. Oh, we're gonna make They're golf green. shirts. They're green. Yours says temp. Mine says pro, but uh, already. <laughs> okay, Thoughts? we can move on. We can move on. Then we can give it. To, we can sell it too. We can sell it to our all of our listeners. So our parents. <laughs> if they, they're going to be the only. They don't even think. I don't even think they'll buy it. <laughs> they would not buy it. No chance. <laughs> um, you want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. I feel like it's a good time to move this on. This is going nowhere. Um. This is nonsense. <laughs> Anyways, um, last episode, we talked, uh, we mentioned how we we're going to talk about interviews. You know, there's, I have a few friends that are, who have had interviews already, um, who are going to have interviews coming up pretty soon here. Uh, and we thought that we could, one, talk about kind of our experience and kind of two, talk about, you know, advice that we have uh, based on that experience, based on what we've heard from others uh, and just stuff like that, because I feel like interview process like obviously it's so important i mean it's a huge part uh, of becoming a teacher and i think because of that like it is so stressful like it is like i don't know about you parker but i don't know if i've been so stressed in my life i feel like my whole life was like leading up to that moment (laughs) i was just so stressed no 100 percent. i'm like i just i just spent five years of my life in school to spend all this money to become a teacher and get my degrees and now it comes down to an interview where three people are going to judge me and I have to try to look like an expert for 45 minutes to an hour and hopefully impress them enough and show that my five years of experience is worth it. So yeah. stressful is an understatement, I would say. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like before we go on, like obviously it's stressful, but like, you know, for our listeners, like you got to be confident, you know, <laughs> like I don't be scared from what thing like it's obviously getting really special but you'll be okay um start with like kind of just how your interview process was because you mentioned just now you had three people with you yeah i don't well yeah i had three three or four in my first interview and 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 that interview that okay so maybe you want to just talk about no no yeah holy man we're just gonna talk over each other jesus 
Thank you. Now I have permission to speak. Holy, we're just so in sync. We talk over <laughs> each other. Talk. So we ended last episode, you know, kind of leaving that little fish hook in the water. I gave that kind of embarrassing story of, of what happened. So that was kind of, that happened after my first interview. And I, I, I was freshly coming off of graduating, you know, sub for a couple of weeks and got an interview at a, at a school just outside of where I live and was super excited. It was for a, a position in, in both my major and my minor, which is phys- physical education and social studies. So I was jacked. I was pumped. But I didn't really know what to expect. Like I obviously I've had jobs. We both had jobs in the past. But when you interview yeah. to work at like a sport check or a golf course, it's just like, yeah, you know, there's not much to it. It's pretty straightforward. You could just walk in and and if you have some sort of people skills, you should be able to do just fine in the interview. In teaching, it's a whole different ballgame, right? It's a legit profession now. I found myself prepping for a couple days prior, not only about the school that I'd potentially be working in, but also the grade levels I was teaching, what was in their curriculum, what I would be expected to teach, uh, learned a little bit about the school community and how I can contribute to that. And you kind of walk in there and it's a little bit intimidating. You have like the principal, the vice principals, you typically have someone from like the school division's office there as well. So it's a pretty pretty intense process and and understandably so it's a profession it's your professional job it's it's something that is held to a high standard whether the government thinks so or not just have to say that sorry uh Mm -hmm. but uh (laughs) but to us as as recent grads it's scary man it's scary i don't know about you but i was i was petrified yeah it was like terrifying um but so for me like i because I we mentioned last time like I applied to be or like I uh, yeah applied to be like a sub and then like from there if I get hired I can like sub and then like until I get continuous contract like people just like give my name out for jobs like I don't actually apply for different jobs um, until I get the continuous so I just had this one interview with uh, this one guy from my uh, school board and I was just like so scared and like I remember like a few days before we had like uh for our university we had people from different school boards like come and we could ask them questions and like sure enough the guy who was in me was like he was there at that little thing and he like mentioned he was like oh like I recognize some names like of people I'm gonna interview and I was like oh man like stressing <laughs> um so I like made sure to like ask a question in that thing Cause I was like, Oh, I got to think of like an educational, you know, smart question. Um, and so that he, you know, remembers me or whatever. And then the interview itself was, it wasn't too bad. Um, we literally talked for probably like 10 minutes before just about like sports and hockey and life. And I was like, like, he was just so amazing. He made it like so much less stress and he made me so much more comfortable, uh, and kind of ready for the actual interview. But for mine, it was like, like, I don't know how yours was kind of structured, but for me, it was, uh, he would like ask a question and then I'd have to fire off a, a, an answer. And if I talked too long, he would say, okay, thank you. Um, if I didn't talk enough, he would say, can you like elaborate on that? Um, so just like mumbling, jumbling, throwing answers at him, throwing stories, um, just hoping and praying that anything I'm saying is making sense and it's it's good. Um, so that's kind of like what my process was and it was, it turned out well. And, uh, you know, he said that there's a chance I could get hired. There's a chance I could get hired for next school year. And it was, it was so stressful, but man, like the feeling after, like, I don't think I've ever felt more amazing, more relaxed. You know what I mean? Like the feeling of relief, like it's so stressful that when you're done, you're like, I just felt like I could like sleep again and relax and it was just like this whole weight off my shoulders so you know although it is stressful you know once you get it done it feels outstanding feels amazing I don't know if you felt that same thing no I felt the exact same thing especially when you know like it went well obviously you know there's your it's it's, at most jobs are super competitive so you're probably facing off against some other really highly qualified people but when you know like you crushed it it just like the stress just feels so worth it. And you feel like you, I don't know, you just feel good. 
Like I just remember leaving my first interview thinking I like killed it. I was like, there's no way I'm not getting this job. Yeah. Like I feel like I answered all, a lot of my questions correctly and, and right. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, it, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It's kind of weird to like feel like that, like that confidence. Cause like on one hand, like I'm like, I mean, I don't know what can happen. Like who knows if he likes me. But, like, on the other hand, like, not, like, in a cocky way at all, but, like, you're, like, man, I feel like I crushed that. Like, I feel like I answered every question, you know, I never really got stumped. Like, I elaborated on everything. I used examples. And it was, like, a weird feeling to be, like, okay, like, I don't know if I can get, like, I don't know for sure if I'll get the job. But, like, at the same time, like, I don't know what else, like, I could have done to, you know, be better. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it was, like, a weird feeling like that. But man just that feeling of relief was just phenomenal um were your interview questions were they similar to kind of like what i was saying just like one after another like just like bang 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 or was it kind of different or pretty much like and like i said there was a couple people in there right there was the principal the two vice principals and someone from division office and it was essentially like they just had their list of questions and we were just like rifling through them essentially they would give me a good amount of time and if they wanted me to elaborate, they would ask me to elaborate. If I, I never found myself getting too much into talking too long. Cause I felt like maybe it's just the group I interviewed with, but they were, they kind of just let me ramble. And I think that's, that was also a little stressful. Cause I think I would have rather been told like, Hey, yeah, thanks so much. Like good answer. But at times I felt maybe yeah. I was just trying to do too much, but clearly it worked out. It helped me get my first job in, in, in the fall. So um, I guess kind of the biggest thing I know we kind of touched on it last week is, is kind of what we did to prepare. And I know I briefly kind of went over what I, what I did, but I guess like if, if we're, and you know, I don't know who our listeners actually are, but you know, hopefully there's some out there who are recent grads or who are about to graduate and are looking for advice on what that kind of next step looks like. I guess maybe we should kind of dive into uh, some successful tips and tricks, maybe what we did and, and what we should do or what they should do. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can fire off a couple if you want to jump in or add on to anything. Sure, man. Uh, feel free. Um, but with mine, like, the biggest thing, like, so I had, like, first off, I, like, had, like, some questions um, that, like, people, like, had sent me that, like, uh, are stuff that, like, could be similar to questions on the, in the interview. Um, so one, I just kind of, like, in general, like, thought of different answers for each question um, but some of the advice that I got, some of the biggest advice that I got and that I kind of used in mind was that, um, one, like pick, like pick like three or four stories that you can kind of always relate to mm-hmm. that way. Like you're never, like you're never scrambling to find something. Like you always kind of have those three, um, like stories or like things that happened that you can kind of go back to, um, and kind of use off of that. Um, and then along with that was like, pick like three or four like themes um that you that make you like the teacher you are and kind of why you are a good teacher so like I had like you know relationship building you know I would always kind of go back to that and if I was asked a situational question like talking about like you know I did this and it helped because I built relationships um stuff like that or uh another theme could be like inclusive environment like making sure uh, everyone feels included and uh, stuff like that so like having, you know, different situations you can pull from uh, and then also having different themes that you can kind of connect everything to, like each answer. Because like the questions are like, you know, there's like situational, um, a lot of them, or they're like, they're just like about teaching, whatever. So being able to like know, like not have to like scramble for answers is pretty much like why I was told to do that. Um, and that just helped help me be more prepared and help me be ready to like, just fire off those answers instead of just kind of like panicking, you know? No, for sure. And I think kind of like uh, the, yeah. the, the biggest thing is it, what's different from what I noticed and in, in terms of like a regular uh, interview for like a part-time job or a summer job is the more you can relate it to your experience and the more you can provide like actual factual information on what you've done to demonstrate what they're asking is like the biggest thing. I also found it super uh, effective and, and something that really helped me out was any, basically anytime they answer or ask me a question, I did, did my best to gear it towards 
the the position that I was applying for, the position I was interviewing for. So for example, mm-hmm. I, I when I interviewed my one job, obviously like I mentioned earlier, kind of the first step for me was doing that research, right? I not only looked at the school I was applying to, I looked at kind of what their populations is, is like, what the community both locally and within the school is like. Then it was looking at each subject specifically at, at each grade level and what the curriculum was kind of consisted of and, and what it was made of. And then I kind of did a little bit of research on that. So if a question was asked specifically about the curriculum and what I'd be teaching, I kind of was ready to go. But I found it super uh, effective that anytime the answer asked me a question, even if it didn't really have to do, let's say with social studies, because that was part of the job I applied for. I, I would try my best to answer the question and provide an example with how that would look like in social studies or how that would, uh, or from my previous teaching experience, what I did to demonstrate that because anyone can, if you have good people skills, anybody can answer a question about a certain scenario or what would you do in this situation? But if you can apply and actually show an example of how you did that, uh, right there, you're, you're steps above what some of the other candidates might be doing. Yeah, for sure. And like, like for me personally, I was like a lot of my practicum experience, like most of it was like phys ed. So one of the things that I did was one, like think of examples from, you know, when I wasn't teaching phys ed, but also like make sure that I could connect, you know, examples from phys ed, like into, you know, other stuff, because I didn't want to seem like too like one dimensional where they're like, oh, like this guy, he can only do phys ed. Uh, Because, you know, I'm open to teaching everything else as well. So I and with subbing like that's going to happen so i wanted to make sure that when i was answering questions like you know i could be like oh like this you know maybe this happened in phys ed and you know this is how i could have you know translated into a classroom this is why it would be effective into the classroom um and stuff like that just to kind of further like prove my case um more than just phys ed um but yeah like there's just like all those examples that's like the biggest thing like um just think about like plan them out like have a few you can bring uh like grab information from that way you're not scrambling uh those are kind of like the biggest things i would say uh do you have any other advice for the interview uh i think the and it's pretty self-explanatory but the more prepared you can be and i think that this is just kind of aligns with what i'm saying the, the better off you'd be these are not interviews that you can just walk into and and think you can crush just because you can talk to talk to a room and you you have strong people skills if you aren't kind of prepared and you don't really know exactly what you're going to be talking to about or don't have examples that you can draw on just off the top of your head it's gonna be tough and glad thankfully i was i got some really good advice from some of my mentors on on being prepared because i Truthfully, before getting that advice, I was one of those people who was like, you know what, I'm a decent talker. I feel like I can kind of work a room decently well. Uh, I can kind of keep a conversation going, even if it's uh, tapering off. And I felt, you know what, I can probably just walk in there. I I have enough off the top of my head in terms of my experience that I should be able just to kind of coast through this. But that's just not the case. And I look back on my interview and I just, I don't know where I would be. I I don't even know if I would have gone the position if I didn't do that prep before. And uh, it even was as simple as just opening up a Word doc and writing down each job or each um, subject I'd be teaching, what grade I'd be teaching, what are some examples in my past practicums that I could pull off of that would kind of relate to these positions. What do I know about the school community? Because a lot of times you're going to get questions that kind of are geared towards all those things we've touched on so far. So kind of the biggest advice is you've got to do that prep before. It is not something you can just walk into and expect to kill. Yeah, like, and there's like some questions that are like not basic answers. No. Like there's like questions you don't think about. So it's like, like even if you can talk well, like you could just get froze, like completely frozen. Like because like some of these questions, like they're really like, I don't know, they're like they make you think and they're not just like a simple answer. Um, but any other, like other advice that I would give is like one, like be like confident, you know, be confident in yourself. You, you have this interview for a reason. You've made it through school for a reason, like be confident. Um, and then two, like once you get in that interview, like, like once you're like firing off questions, like just like try and, I don't know, like try and relax as much as possible. Like be a little loosey goosey. Like I know it's easier said than done, but like, like this is what you want to do right like this is what you've been working for like 
just be confident, right? Like be relaxed. Like you're, you know, the answers you have experience. Uh, so just, you know, take a deep breath and just tell them, tell them what you've done, you know, tell them your experiences, tell them your knowledge. And I think, uh, I think you'll be fine, uh, from that. So, I mean, it's so easy to say like, don't stress, but like, <laughs> come on, it's, it's impossible not to. And that's like another thing, another piece of advice to that, because I found at times, my, the principal or vice principal would be asking me a question. And obviously my experience is nowhere near there. So they've been in the field for 15 plus years. They've worked their way up from being a teacher to an admin and, and so on and so forth that their vocabulary is also levels above yours. And don't be afraid to ask them to like reword the question. I found there was a couple times where I was a deer in headlights. They would ask me a question and it may and maybe that was the stress maybe i was just so stressed out that my brain could just not compute the english i was coming out of their mouth but at the same time like i said it's a very professional interview right like their their questions aren't going to be like basically worded and, and and in a way that just anybody could answer but at the same time don't be afraid to ask them to reword it i found it actually helped me because one it showed that i was really wanting to provide a, a sound answer to them. I was wanting to provide something that was in depth and accurate, but as the interviewer or interviewee, sorry, you're not gonna be able to do that if you don't understand what's going on in the question. And I, I actually was, I had my, my people who were interviewing me be very receptive to that, which was great. Uh, there's a couple of questions where I seriously, I, I, I did not know at all what they were talking about. I was so confused. It was nowhere in my prep. I was just lost. And if I didn't ask them to reword it, I just would, I probably would have looked like an idiot and I don't think I would have gotten the job, but that's one thing you can't be afraid to do. And I think that kind of ties into that confidence piece, right? If you don't go in there acting like you're confident, it's going to be hard to do something like that. And it's okay to do something like that. It's okay to not know exactly what they're asking and what exactly they're expecting. And I think it actually speaks volumes if you're able to be transparent with that and ask for clarification or ask for um, uh, for them to reword it. Cause it just shows that you are invested and committed to the process. Yeah. And like, that makes me think uh, and like reminds me of like, like when I was talking about like themes, like those themes that you want to like think about, man, one of the biggest things like and biggest themes that you should talk about all the time is like being a lifelong learner. Like yeah. they like, like that is like such a huge thing in teaching in general. So like they want to hear about it. Like they want to hear that you are, that you understand <laughs> that although you, you just are graduating, like you understand that you have so much to learn, like that you are willing to, you know, put in the work. You know, I remember, I feel like I remember saying something like, you know, I feel like, you know, we're students, we're like, we're pretty much just like students at times, you know, we're, we're learning every day as well. Um, so I think that's a huge thing I just thought about huge thing to tell uh, tell them because I feel like if you show them that you are willing to learn and grow um, as a person and as a teacher then like I mean that's perfect because you can just you know it does wherever you are right now you're willing to get better uh, so I, I just thought that 100% mentioned that um, but that's kind of all all I have uh, I don't know if you have any other good good advice for the the people mm, i'm trying to think like what else i did but i think those are the biggest things like we're obviously yeah. still so we're so green to the job I have to we're so in. green i tell we're you so green. let me tell just you just like a fresh of all the people in the world we're the greenest we are the greenest. we are so green some would say if you held up a a, a ripe banana or unripe more like it banana yeah you could you couldn't tell us apart it's just thing really um but but in, uh, in terms of advice sorry. like i'm just trying to think like that's i've only had my two my two interviews i guess and um yeah, they both went well and those are exactly kind of what i did um we'd love to hear more if you got some other advice that you'd like to us like us to throw in next episode or or whatnot but that's kind of the ways Brady and I were able to prep and be prepared for an interview and clearly it worked out we both got jobs which is awesome and yeah. yeah i think um well uh, one if you're listening and you like you like have questions about like interviews like i think you should definitely ask like you can like 
text us or like on our Twitter, like ask us like if you have any questions about like the interview process or if you want to like even like see like our resume or cover letter or whatever, uh, let us know. But like also if you have like some advice for other people, like if you're a teacher and you're listening to this and you have advice of like what, you know, what was successful for you in an interview, you know, like tweet us and we can retweet it. We can, you know, mention it and um, just kind of continue to share and uh, keep building this community because, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy being a teacher. It's not easy becoming a teacher. So anything that anything that can help would be amazing. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the interview process, the the ups, the downs, the stress, the, the grind. Um but just be confident you got this if you're listening. <laughs> um, if we'll, if hopefully anything we said, hopefully one thing we said can help. Um, but that's kind of all I have on the interviews. Is that, uh, does that sound okay? Does that sound, sound helpful? I mean, I think it's helpful to us. I guess we'll find out when we uh, hear from our four listeners. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of them will like it. Maybe one. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe they'll just tell us to shut up and probably keep talking about other stuff. Do okay. we uh yeah. do we talk about resumes and cover letters too or what? Uh like I mean we can if you want. I don't know what like it's hard I for me it's hard to explain like without just showing people. You know what Holy I mean? Holy smokes, man. I can explain. I can explain. Would you like me to? But you're like cutting it out. What are you saying? Holy man, get new oh, internet, sorry. okay? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can explain. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear me? Mm, yeah, I heard you just. Okay. Fine. As long as I sound good. Yeah. No one cares. So uh, yeah, back explain. to the important stuff. I'll explain. So biggest thing is, I I was someone who I will. Uh, well, we'll admit I liked to throw everything on my resume prior to graduating and applying for a professional job where uh, people actually care what your resume and cover letters look like. Because before, I will I will admit I was guilty to it, but my resume was like six pages long. I just like included Ooh. everything and <laughs> all the things I did: volunteering, coaching, achievements, all my part-time jobs, everything. And as a high school student and university student, right? You do like a new summer job almost every year or you'll have a new gig during the school year almost every year. So I just had so much. And I remember I sat down with my my teacher mentor in my last practicum just to kind of get my my resume ready to go. And I was asking for advice and he was essentially like, you got to throw this out. This is absolute trash. The... (laughs) The, the the minute at the school you're applying for, we're going to open this, see how many pages it is and just toss it. And I was yeah. like, wow, could you put it any nicer? And he was like, no, don't be an idiot. So I was like, okay. So I went back to the drawing board and the yeah. biggest kind of advice to any new grads out there, anyone who who's getting ready to apply for jobs, whether it's subbing or a full-time position, any of that, the, this advice is, is across the board. Only include on your resume what is truly relevant to, to teaching. I, I, it took me a little bit to kind of cipher through everything. And I, and I know that sounds obvious, but at the same time, there's going to be stuff on your resume. You think that does apply that truly does not. They don't care that you did a summer camp back when you were like 14 years old. Like they want something that's relevant, something that is absolutely relatable to what you're doing. So for recent grads, the biggest thing, put your practicum experiences. I had all three of mine. I had the, not only what I was teaching in each practicum, but I had the responsibilities that were outlined to me in those practicums. I had my administration on there. I had my teacher mentor on there. I had my UC on there. So my university consultant who was uh, given to me by the university to help observe me throughout my time. Because those are the biggest things, right? If, if a school board is truly interested in hiring me straight out of university, the, the opinion from my uh, administration during my practicums are going to be the biggest thing. And they want to know exactly what I taught. They want to know what that experience is like. Really, other than that, I think I included one of my previous jobs. And that was when I was a summer camp leader, but the summer going into my my year I was applying. So it was incredibly relevant. It was around the same time of my university education degree. So it was kind of relevant. 
And then the last thing I included is my kind of community. I want to say community service, but my volunteer kind of stuff. So any, anything coaching wise I did, any clubs I would help out with, anything I kind of did in my extra, my spare time that kind of shows that I, I go a little bit above and beyond what the job is expecting me to do. So like I said, things like coaching, if you run a club, if you do any community service, things like that, because those things stand out uh, extremely well to administration because uh, they're, they're looking not only to hire someone who's going to be there to teach what's outlined in the posting from eight to four, but they want someone who's going to be active in the school community, who's going to be there early, who's going to stay late to help out with whatever it is. And if you can show that you have experience doing that, that's going to put you levels above someone who who is just looking to go in and clock in and clock out in terms of teaching, right? They want someone who's going to make a difference in their school outside of the bells, outside of the periods one to six. They want someone who's going to make that that change for their school and for their students outside of class time. So anything you can do in your resume to highlight that, the better. And also another good tip, I know I'm rambling here, but another good tip my teacher mentor gave me is, and this was something that he did on his resume as well, is he actually on the side of his resume in this kind of nice little box, he included some quotes that he got from some of his reference letters. So for example, on my resume now, I have kind of just a snippet of different quotes from reference letters I've gone from past principals, from my past university consultants, from my past teacher mentors, because they they have that first account of what I'm like as a teacher and what I'm like in the school community. And if you can kind of highlight that in a really quick, easy and kind of clean cut way where, you know, they don't actually need to go click on an external reference letter because they can see it's right there as well. It, it, it not only makes your resume super clean, um, but it kind of shows that a little bit of a, you're going a step above what some other people might be doing on theirs. That's kind of my advice. I don't know if you have anything to add there, but clearly it's worked. It's helped. I, I was lucky enough to get a job and that feedback I got from my teacher mentor was super impactful. And uh, I will say my resume is something I'm quite proud of when I look at it now. Yeah. Uh, something to add. Wow. How do I add anything to that? I don't know. It was just a so wonderful perfect. answer. That was like, like that was like straight out of like a, I don't know, a textbook. You wrote that perfectly. That was just beautiful. It was music to my ears. Um, the only thing I will add really, because you kind of killed it, um, is like, just like send it out to people like for advice. Like, like don't be like scared that like, oh, I'm scared that they're going to say it's bad. Like I sent mine to like so many different people. Um like send it like U of L like has amazing profs. I sent it to U of L profs. You know they told me like what to change, uh, what to keep. Um, so just don't be like nervous to like share it and kind of take that feedback because you know every like some some and especially U of L profs like so many of them have like worked as like principals or whatever and they like have all this experience and they've seen so many resumes. So just sharing it, kind of getting all the advice you can and just doing whatever Parker just said as well. That was, that's hard to beat. I'm not going to lie. You were flying out the gates there. That I was, was beautiful. I was coming in hot, unlike Gonzaga this past weekend, but that's beside the point, no, beside the point. Um, but I think that's kind of uh, like we, Boom. I know we, I know we always plug our, our, our Twitters and whatnot, but if there's anyone out there who, who wants to send their resume in or ask for tips and if you want to see ours, I'm, Brady and I'd be more than welcome to to share that. I think um, I I know it sounds kind of superficial, but having a really nice and like well thought out, put together resume does go a long way. I know it is at the end of the day just an electronic piece of paper that they that has your qualifications, but if you can make it stand out to the other competitors applying for the job, it, it does make a difference, and it and it it is worth putting that extra time into. And especially coming interview season right now, there, there's so much competition, whether it's internally in the, the in the divisions, new teachers looking for new opportunities and recent graduates. There's so many people out there and so much competition that anything, even if it's the smallest thing you can do to put yourself above the rest, it's worth doing and it's worth spending the time. So if you want to reach out to us, feel free. I We're both more than welcome to, to share our advice and and give you some tips. So if anyone's out there who wants that, uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah, seriously. Like I feel like on like the Twitter world, like I see so many like new teachers and student teachers. So I'm just, I'm honestly just like hoping that like maybe they'll actually listen. 
um <laughs> not even like not even like selfishly like not just for like uh, to get more views or whatever like i literally just hope that they can listen because like when i like when i was a student teacher like i didn't know i was stressing like i didn't know yes, any of this sir. nonsense like like that's why we made a podcast like for like our you know our past selves pretty much because it's just yeah. like such a grind and just to have like some insight and uh or people you can talk to like it's it helps so much so i don't know hopefully people listen but probably not yeah maybe know. we can go we'll from see. four to five listeners we'll see we'll see that'd be so sick but that'd be so safe our yeah. parents plus one yeah plus maybe a grandparent or two we'll see but um yeah truly if there's like i said brady and i are both so new to this that if there's any teachers out there that are wasting their time listening to this and you have way more insight and knowledge than us we would love to hear from you tag us in twitter make a tweet us we'd love to to not only provide that advice to our listeners but we would also love to hear from it as well so anything you want to add feel free to do we'd love to to hear some new insight but i think we should kind of wrap this up and maybe mention where we're headed we've, we've somehow filled another 45 minutes it just flies by when i talk to you baby. it just it flies Man, by when you're ripping answers like your interview your resume answers like it's it's it flies by it's amazing um yeah we can absolutely talk about um where we're going i think i feel like you're on fire this episode i think you should do it i think you should i think you should explain have a little sip of sip of water and just give me an answer give me give me give the people what they want i'll give the people what they want i feel like i'm buzzing today i just give me some i'll read it it. no but brady and i as much as we've been slacking for these first three episodes we've heard some advice that we've gotten we're we're listening to our our listeners we're taking in we're being lifelong learners in this podcast journey lifelong learners and Uh, we've decided that we need a little bit of structure i think today was a good episode to kind (laughs) of actually share some valuable insight and i think this out of the three i think this was the first one we actually touched on something and provided some in my opinion worthwhile advice you may disagree listeners but hopefully you 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 took away something from today but where we're kind of going our roadmap is i i heard from a previous uh a uh, colleague of mine during one of my practicums and uh, I was surprised he listened in the first place, but thank you. Uh, and you know who you are, yeah. but he, he mentioned how in, in our first couple episodes, Brady and I briefly touched on student engagement, what that looks like. Brady and I both come from phys ed backgrounds, so it's a little bit different. And obviously I, he teaches math. I teach a little bit of social. So we're, we're able to kind of shed the light on other disciplines and other subjects, but we, we don't want to claim to be experts, nor are we. And I think, and Brady thinks it, it, it would be a really cool opportunity to make it kind of our, our little segment for the next couple of episodes here and, and bringing in a guest from not only different subject levels, but different grades and hearing from them what student engagement is, what student uh, participation looks like to them, what just an overall classroom management style and how they run their classroom looks like to them specifically to and geared to different subjects. Uh, we want to bring on someone new every week, someone who can provide new insight and new um, discussions each episode. Because like I said, Brady and I can only touch on so much and we can only share from our perspective. But if we can bring on someone who not only teaches a different grade, but teaches subjects Brady and I have never even uh, put our hands in and into touching and, and have never even had the opportunity to teach. Uh, we're only diversifying the, the opportunities this podcast can present and also diversifying hopefully our, our, our listeners out there as well. So we're going to be starting that next week. Uh, I think we already got a guest lined up. Uh, I won't name the name in case they cannot make it and Brady and I are left to fill 45 minutes again of absolute <laughs> garbage. But we tentatively have someone who, who, is, who is wanting to and has verbally agreed to it. Uh, we just got to get that pen and paper signed and uh, hopefully the signing bonus is enough for them to to come on here and, and share some words of wisdom. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to pay them to spend this time. Oh, probably. Um, but yeah, there's been some, some interest. Um, some people who have said they'd love to come on the podcast and you know who you are and we can't wait to have you wonderful teachers. We're excited. Um, but yeah, we're pumped to have, uh, we're just, you know, we're every episode we're getting, we're trying to get better. 
Um, hopefully get some more structure, get that, get that guest. The day we have a guest on this podcast is going to be a wild day. Like it's, I, I, if it's next week, I'll be amazed and I hope I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful. I'm so hopeful that we can do it. And I think we can do it. But at the same time, would I be surprised if it didn't happen? Eh, not really. No, but we that's will. what happens every week. <laughs> it just flies by these weeks. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so is there anything else you'd like to say, Parker? You're buzzing this episode. You're doing uh, I'm, I'm amazing. Buzzing. I'm buzzing. First star of the episode. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say before we kind of send it off and let our listeners leave us? I think, uh, what do we do? I think we just plug our socials once again. Do we not? I Ooh. think... Uh, Twitter's our kind of our, our go-to. So like I said, that's kind of our, we keep saying we're going to work on our Instagram. It's not going to happen. I think Twitter, from my experience, Twitter is kind of the biggest no. teacher platform on social media. Yeah. So if you want to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. It's at Teach Academy Pod. Give us a follow. Give us a, a, a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get feedback from you. We want to hopefully build that into its own little community as well. So we're not only, you don't have to wait until every Sunday night to hear from us because I know you're just dying to hear from us, but we love to, to be able to connect outside of just the pod. So if you want to reach out, feel free to do that. We'd love to hear from you, but uh, as well, like I said, you can find us on pretty much all major platforms on, on Apple podcasts, Spotify, anchor, all that fun stuff. And if, if you can also leave us a review, we would love that. Whether it's a one or five stars, Ooh, yeah. hopefully it's a five. Yeah. We don't want those ones, but it just helps get our mm. get our podcast out there, get the word out there. Hopefully, reach not only teachers in, in, in Canada, but if we can spread the word out uh, a little bit larger, that'd be awesome, right? No matter where you teach, I think there's a there's valuable information that will eventually be said on this podcast once we get guests. <laughs> but I, I think this can turn into something yeah. that that provides a lot of value to to not only teachers where where brady and i are from but across the board yeah absolutely well well said uh throughout the entire podcast this is why you are the the amazing co-host um but yeah so thank you so much for listening give us a follow tweet us if you have advice uh ask us if you need advice uh we are always always here for y'all thank you so much again for listening can't wait for next week hopefully we will have a guest class is finally undismissed